Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast 671 for the week of mm, April 8th, 2023. I'm Chris Privetier bringing you this week's RPG Cast. I am live coming to you from a muscle relaxer. Are you live? I've made a mistake. (laughs) Mistakes were made, but here we are anyway. This is going to be like a. I cut it in half. (laughs) It wasn't small enough. Joining me today, Kelly Ryan. Um, not on muscle relaxers. High on life. Sure. Ryan, what's your last name? It's Jason Ariola. Jason Ariola. Right. I thought Ryan Costa was here. Sorry. Nope, nope, nope. No Ryan, sorry. Jason Ariola. I'm here also um high on life, Hi. but also occasionally inedible. <laughs> Ooh. And Jonathan Stringer. I heard steaks were made. I'm hungry. Mm. No, not steaks were made. Mistakes. That's not as fun. I I feel like we sold you a false bill of goods. Sorry, Jonathan. I'm out of here. Uh. (laughs) Now I want steaks. What did we play this week? (sighs) Somebody else needs to host. I'm barely here. (laughs) I've... I will go first since I've only played one thing. So I made good with my threat to restart Breath of the Wild last week. Oh, did you now? Yes, because um, I, I booted it up. Well, no, I started a new save file because I had no idea where I was and what I was doing in my old save file. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to start fresh. And I've been playing it nonstop for a week. And I am now, um, I want to say, 86 of 120 shrines completed. Dear Lord. Yeah, um, if you know where to find them, you can get through them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, IGN has a really excellent uh, interactive map where you can um, cheater show everything. Cheater, yeah. you should just I, know I these. <laughs> I I want to be able to just find them, and some of them are pretty. I mean, just finding them normally. Well, what's is even kind the of point pain. of playing them then? Yeah, but I like. To me, the fun is completing the puzzle within or completing the puzzle that you have to do to get to the oh, shrine. okay. So you don't read the solution. You just find no, the shrine. No, I just, I just find the shrine. Some some of them are a lot harder to find it than others. Like, there's this one that's in this hidden temple that I didn't even know was there. And the hidden temple is just covered with those stationary guardians. So if you're if you're flying in the whole time, you're dodging lasers. And at the end, you're, uh, th- there's like a huge goddess statue that, you know, you can pray to to get your goodies. And uh, th- that's one of those ones that it's like, hey, finding the shrine was the puzzle. So here, here's your orb and item. Um, th- there was another one that I never found that kind of cracked me up because you have to take there's this lady and she has one of those guardian balls right and she's apparently in love with this guardian ball because she i remember guardians. this one yes. <laughs> yes because she loves guardians and you have to take pictures of guardians for her what cracked me up is that when you get to the shrine itself it's a major test of strength that has a guardian in it so if she would have just used the ball she could have seen the guardian and potentially had her head lasered off I, I guess I'm the only person that finds that funny. 
No. <laughs> no, I just I'm, I was just like trying to remember the details of it myself, and I'm just like, oh boy, that yeah, that was um, it was weird to kind of fetishize guardians, I suppose. But I mean, hey, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm here to kink shame, whatever, whatever floats your boat, baby. Yeah. Yeah, just it's weird to fetishize something that could blow your head off in one shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that one cracked me up. There's a couple of them that I never found the first time that involved uh, tests of strength with Gorons, um, where you have to stand on a hot platform for a certain amount of time and not die. So you just eat some food that uh, is fire resistant and just heal yourself on occasion. And the whole time the Gorons are cheering you on like, yeah, bro, you're strong. <laughs> um, or the other Goron one that I found is where you have to climb a mountain and get a certain amount of rupees as you climb. And that one was pretty funny too. Um, and just, I'm, I'm falling in love with the game all over again. And I'm hoping that I, I'm, my main goal is to complete all, at least all 120 shrines. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'll consider the game complete at that point, and then I'll go take out the other uh, Divine Guardians and then go um, kill Ganon. Because I, I did went ahead and take out the Falcon Divine Guardian so that I could get Rivali's Gales, because that really helps out with um, trying to find stuff. Yeah. Um, get, getting that extra boost on occasion. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just hope I'm not going to burn myself off on burn myself out on breath of the wild by the time the new game comes out i mean it, it kind of is a distinct possibility which is one reason well outside of the fact i'm oddly not that interested in tears of the kingdom but um i haven't gone back to play breath of the wild because i thought maybe if i pick it up it'll like kind of get me like oh I'll, i want to play this again or want to play mm -hmm. tears of the kingdom and now it's like hey I, I don't know i have this weird relationship with breath of the wild where i was in love with that game, adored it, and I have no desire to go back to it at all. It's the damnedest thing. Huh. See, I and I honestly thought that I was going to get off the Great Plateau and being like, you know what, I don't feel like doing this all again and get bored. Mm -hmm. But no, it was just like finding an old friend again. I got sucked right back in. And there was enough stuff that I missed the first time around that it's kind of engaging me to want to find the stuff that I didn't find before, which is nice. I think that also worries me that that's going to happen to me. So maybe that's yeah. another reason why I haven't started it. Yeah. Um, we shall see. And also the fact that, I mean, granted, I've it's been kind of a slow week at work, so I've had a lot of time to play. But the fact that I've done two-thirds of the shrines in a week says a lot about what you can accomplish if you're kind of focused enough. Because mm -hmm. that's pretty much all I've been doing is shrines. I mean, I I did bowling for a little bit to get enough money to unlock the fairy fountains and the uh, house. And I want oh, to... Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. there was bowling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I was doing bowling while we was recording backtrack the other night because it's kind of one of those mindless mini games that I can sit there and talk and bowl at the same time and make a t make a ton while I'm multitasking. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I did want to at least do the Terrytown side quest too because that side quest is really cute and I really don't remember a lot of it um, other than you know having to get the house and then the wedding. So. Yeah, I will be curious to see where I'm at a week from now, but and Breath of the Wild just for me is just one of those games that I is so fun that I could just get sucked right back in. Um, that's pretty much all I've touched this week. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of quiet on it. I never really never got sucked into Breath. Of the Wild. 
I don't have much to add there. But so many people love it. <clears throat> My wife too, who really loves Zelda games, didn't get it either. Didn't get into it. She liked she liked the older style ones for the yeah. uh, I guess the super open world. Hey Jonathan, can you get closer on your mic? We can barely hear you. It's on my face. <laughs> oh, sorry. And, and <laughs> yeah, so it's here better. <laughs> it's on my headset. Let's see. And and you know, um, I but if I was going to complain about that game, I think that the dungeons in it, the the, the divine feasts, are very boring. Yeah, adult, classic Zelda games. Um, I'm hoping that Tears of the Kingdom will have actual dungeons. Is that better at all? You're still kind of quiet. Troubleshooting live on air. Woo! Yeah. Exciting like, stuff. I didn't change any settings since earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that happen a few times where I come on and I'm just like, I literally was on a Skype call for another podcast like earlier this week and I didn't change anything and I come on to Skype and it just was like, oh yeah, hey, your, your mic and your... Uh, um, yeah, and your headset aren't going to work at all. So why don't you just go ahead and uh, futz with the settings, put them exactly the way you had them uh, when you launched Skype in the first place, and then we'll work. What about that? No, no change. No change? Hmm. Chris, do you need to adjust the volume on your end to help? I can't. You're, uh, all, you're all one volume. Huh. That is weird. Skype can be a finicky beast with these things sometimes. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, and sort of getting back on the Breath of the Wild thing, I don't know if it's something necessarily like in maybe, maybe I don't know. Like, okay, so my favorite Zelda is A Link to the Past. My second is um, A Link Between Worlds, and then third is uh, probably Wind Waker. I would imagine maybe Link's Awakening. Kind of, kind of can shuffle between the two. So I do kind of prefer that you know linear sort of style. But I love Breath of the Wild, but it's just the like I said, it's the damnedest thing. I can't figure out why. I just I have like no desire to go back to it. And I think part of it is I'm just afraid the magic is gonna kind of worn off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And but everybody that's gone and restarted it has not had that experience. And I just I I don't know if I just want to ruin the experience or the initial experience for me, where it's just like okay, well this was like a really crazy thing that happened. And I'm not going to be able to replicate that. And then it's going to diminish the game in my mind at all. And so I'm thinking maybe that's why I just haven't gone back to it really. Yeah, because, you know, one of the reasons why I got into Elden Ring last year so hard is because for me, it was like a, a grown up Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. you know, where you're you're exploring this huge world and like every single nook and cranny has something to deal with. But then you kind of got that added bit of, well, Unlike Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring has dungeons that, like, mini dungeons and major yeah. dungeons that you could go through. And not only is that what I'm missing about Breath of the Wild, but part of the reason why I'm kind of using a map to find stuff is because stuff is so spread out that game that once you notice it, you can't unnotice it. So when mm. you're just kind of wandering around aimlessly, you realize just how vapid the world is. Mm-hmm. And that I, I've heard people say that that kind of ruins the magic for them as well. That once they realize, well, there's kind of nothing in this world until you start trying to look for stuff. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I mean, and to um, be fair, like if you go wander around, you know, the Midwest of America, there's like there's, you know, there's yeah. there's a lot of open fields. I mean, you go wander around the deserts of New Mexico and there's just a lot of a lot of sand and a lot of a lot of weeds growing. And you're just like, there's nothing here. That's just cool. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, put it this way. I haven't really been hunting down Korok seeds that much, so I've tried to kind of keep an eye out just for things that look out of place. And I've mostly looked into the, all the Korok seeds I've found. Um, just just because even the even though those are, I mean, those are pretty spread out too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some seeds I just cannot do, like those uh, racing ones that um, pop up on occasion. I can never get to the checkpoint quick no. enough. Um, I'm really good at the shooting ones, though, for some reason. But yeah, um, the game's pretty spread out and kind of, t- to me, kind of in a bad way. It's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but you know, I, I think there's been some nights that I've spent like just 30 minutes alone trying to climb up cliffs <laughs> uh, to get the stuff, and that bit's boring. Yeah. Now, six years on, how does it feel as far as like just or I guess look wise? Like, are you still as sort of visually impressed with it as you were initially? Or is it sort of like, oh, the magic's worn off a little bit because we've had six years of progress and the switch is starting to show its age? Oh, the magic is definitely worn off on that because I'm noticing a lot of pop in now. I'm kind of noticing how bland the environment textures are Mm -hmm. now. Um you know, comparing it with Elden Ring, it's like night and day. Because yeah. Elden Ring was just such a visually stunning game. And this, <laughs> I mean, you can kind of see the seams in this one a lot more six years later. Okay. Yeah, I wish I liked those Souls games more. Because I watched my friend John, who's on um, one, you know, my podcast with me. And I continue to like, I, I, I look at it, I'm like, I want to play this. But I, I have bounced off every single Souls game I've ever played. And I just realized they're not for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm not a Souls person either. The reason why um, Elden Ring grabbed me so bad was mm-hmm. because that's to me that's a very beginner friendly one. Because if you pick a magic build and uh, just do a couple of simple things, you can cheese the first half of the game pretty easily. Okay. And once you get kind of past that second half, after you've cheesed a lot of it, you've kind of figured out how to fight Souls style. Um, the only problem with me is that because I was a magic user, I was very much a glass cannon uh, for the second half of the game, which I don't know if that'll turn turn you off to it or not. But I, I also had a lot of fun with Elden Ring just because there's so much to explore. Yeah. And if, if you get stuck, then you, you could just find another place to look around. Oh, yeah, I, I said I, I think I just that's just one of those games I'm just going to kind of keep off because like I said, it's just the experience with every other one I've had. And like I said, I've, I've watched this a few times, more than a few times. And I just, every time I see it, it's like, wow, that looks astounding. But the act of playing them every time has been like a chore for me, almost like um, a certain game I've been playing lately too. <laughs> so, What have you been playing? Um, well, the game I'm specifically talking about is Metroid Prime Remastered. I, oh. I continue to f- like feel weird about this because I see how brilliantly designed this game is, how well it flows from area to area graphically. Like this thing is amazing looking. I, I played it um, on my GameCube a couple years ago when I got an HDMI thing for it and it was like, holy shit, GameCube games clean up real pretty. Mm-hmm. And, but this is, you know, even a step up from that, but I am finding no enjoyment in this game whatsoever. <laughs> like I see why people like this. I see how borderline brilliantly it's designed and i just don't enjoy it at all <laughs> it is the damnedest thing 
because I played it back in the day and I had a lot of fun with it. But I wonder if I went back to it now, if I would feel the same way, because at the time, yeah, it did feel like a 3D Metroid game, Mm -hmm. you know, just instead of 2D, you're in 3D. If I don't know how to put it that I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because a lot of people thought that it was a shooter. It's like, no, you're doing a lot more platforming and exploring and all of that stuff um, with just enemies kind of littered in there just to give you something to fight. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how, I mean, from, from what you're saying, it sounds like it hasn't aged very well. You know, I from I, I think this is on me because a lot of people who have played it the first or played it on the GameCube and played through it and really enjoyed it, gone back and played the remaster and have really enjoyed it. Um, my co-hosts on my Game Club um, podcast, they both really enjoyed it. They finished it already. I, I whatever this this is going on with this thing, it is just not clicking with me. And I just eternally frustrated when I find a game that like I see why it's good and it, you know, why I should be enjoying my time with it. And I just don't. And it just mm-hmm. bugs. I want to say it bugs the shit out of me because I spend too much time lingering on it. And then I start feeling like I'm trying to force myself to like a game, making me dislike it even more. So that might have something yeah. to do with it, too. Yeah, I've encountered quite a few games like that. Um, Hollow Knight for me was like that, where I I tried to play it. And it it's like I can see why people like this. It's essentially a Metroidvania Souls-like, but mm-hmm. I can't deal with the... I can't deal with the difficulty. Um, I didn't mind it. Like I, I actually enjoyed it, except I stepped away from it for like a week or two and came back and realized, oh, this map is a joke. Okay, <laughs> I can't deal with this thing. Like I was Maybe. completely lost when I came back. I was like, okay, well, I guess there goes the 12 hours I put into this thing, so fuck me, I guess. Hey. Uh, beep. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> um. I guess that could be our question of the week. What's a game that you wanted to like, but you just couldn't click? Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. No, well, certainly I, not I, Tactics Ogre Reborn, right, Jonathan? No, no. Well, I'm not saying for the Zelda stuff, it, the Breath of the Wild stuff, it's not that I'd say it's a bad game. I just I just can't get into it personally. But I've yeah. also never played Metroid Prime or Mastered, so I'm not sure if that would either. Is my mic sounding better now at all? Nope. A little. Right. I, I can hear well, you a little bit, but what about this mic? Hey, oh, that's louder. Better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So the other thing I've been playing was uh, to sort of get the frustration out of uh, myself with Metroid Prime Remastered. Is I went back to an old, old favorite. That's well, I guess this version's not old, but uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster on uh, my Steam Deck. And uh, again, I'm just getting, to, or I'm just at the Returner's base now. And goddamn, do I love that game! And I was a little like when I first saw it i was a little hesitant about the whole you know changing the music or whatever and listening to it now i'm like no 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 this is okay i i'm 100 on board with the with the redoing of the soundtrack here because while i do have a definite affinity towards the original super nintendo soundtrack the um like a lot of the, the stuff they do um for the pixel remaster soundtrack is just astounding and there's like i boy i i I can't wait to get to, I, I'm not going to spoil it for myself. I want to get to dancing mad so badly and just hear that thing, just be the prog rock 20 minute uh, anthem that it's going to be. Cause I, I think I'm just going to like very slowly take my time killing Kefka. Cause you know, by the time I get there, I'll probably be like level 90 or something. So it'll be a breeze, but yeah, I I'm looking forward to uh, hearing um, dancing mad, like in that, in just whatever suite that uh, Uematsu decided to turn that into. Cause Oh my God, the soundtrack on this is so, so good. And I, I'm always hesitant to like try to like recommend people 
um, playing like Super Nintendo RPGs that didn't grow up with them because, you know, what we considered okay at the time, um, you know, us 40 plus year olds or whatever, like somebody in their 20s might be like, this is way too grindy. I God, Final Fantasy VI is, has really aged remarkably well, I feel, because I, I think it's like between this and like Chrono Trigger that are like some of the breezier um, Super Nintendo RPGs that you can play. Mm-hmm. and still get some enjoyment out of them. I, I think Chrono Trigger is a better example of it because it does go like a lot smoother in that sense and can be beaten a lot more quickly. But Final Fantasy VI, like, if you're okay with a little grinding, not a crazy amount, I, I, I think this is still a remarkable game and deserves to be at least you know taken a shot at. We, we I have do a, out of... Sorry, we have a story later that might be relevant to your interests. Then. Okay. But I, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um Spoilers. <laughs> no, no, teasing. Or teasing, teasing. teasing. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. But no, I, I, I'm due for a Final Fantasy VI playthrough again because that's my. I always waffle between six and seven because those were the two that I played when I was a teenager, and I, there's things I love about both of them, and it's like it's so hard for me to pick. You know, it's like it's like trying to choose who my favorite cat in the house is well i have which one cats. which one's your cat um, which one's your favorite tell us tell us now it's um, alice prob- <laughs> probably either alice or frankie because they love me the well, most you just like alice- the newest cats then but Ooh. alice is kind of being a little jerk so, lately, so alice and so. frankie look out when she gets another one you're going to be replaced <laughs> No, I love all six of my babies, even the one that hates hates me. I'm I'm looking at Which you, one Nami. hates you? Dobby. Does she like Vaughn? Because I'm the jerk that trims her nails. <gasps> How dare you? But she only likes Vaughn. She is a very one person cat, so she only likes Vaughn. But though we have gotten better about her being more friendly with me. Anyway. Yeah, I love six as well. Did uh I remember as a kid playing it. I'd go to school and I'd do the little trick with the returner, or the returners area in the waterfall, where like, oh yeah, yeah, put something down on my controller and just mm-hmm. like keep auto looping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come back and Tara's like. How many 35. times did you play through it though as a kid? Or would you just um, get to that part and get bored and then start over again later? No, I wouldn't start over again later. So as a kid, I think I two or three times and then. I played it again when I was a young adult when it came out on Game Boy Advance. Oh, the butchering of the soundtrack on that thing. <laughs> yeah. But still, it was... Oh, yeah, game's amazing, but oh, just the real... Uh, I, I love the Game Boy Advance, but oh, just I, as I've gotten more into Why? video game music specifically, like that sound <laughs> chip on there is just horrid. <laughs> yeah. Actually, somebody was... I bought a uh, Game Boy Advance cart... Um, of the Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy Six Advance, but with the Super Nintendo soundtrack and sound effects on it. Oh, huh. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Okay, See, cool. <laughs> Emperor Mythos played that game like I did, and this is why I only played through it once as a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, I remember pl- playing, grinding for hours in the Fanatics Tower to get every party member to learn every single spell for every Esper. Now I did that in the desert against the Cactuars, but yeah, same thing. So I did it with against those dinosaurs in that forest. Oh yep. God. That was, I think, you, that was like the best. Whatever, for whatever reason, my friend was telling me that's the best grinding spot when I was a kid, and I believed them. Maybe I think they were stuff. for experience. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, the brachiosaurs had the item that um, oh, that's made all right, magic one uh, 
one magic point. Like gold bracelet or whatever. Yeah. Uh, economizer. Economizer. There you go. It has a new name in the Pixel Remaster, I believe. Oh. I tried to get one, but I couldn't. It the drop they adjusted that forest a little in the Pixel Remaster to make it mm. slightly less broken. <laughs> <laughs> Hours killing sandworms and looking for cactuar. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know what I had? I had the OJ Simpson trial on a black and white TV while I was doing it because <laughs> that's what it was. Yep, that's a that's an era. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you older than me? Because I was in middle school when the OJ Simpson trial was going on. I am older than you. Okay. I think. Wait, wait, what year did you graduate? From what? from high school 99 okay um i graduated in 2000 so that would have been when i graduated too so i'm the youngest one on the cast i I was i'm 40 2001 like a one-year gap there i'm i'm 40 i'll be 41 next month yeah mine's in june so october okay so now that we've alienated all of our young viewers (laughs) Yeah, sorry, yeah. we're old. This is the forty-plus cast. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the 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 our joints are creaky, and uh, it hurts to uh, even get out of bed anymore. Cast. <laughs> Gosh, what made me feel so old during backtrack this week was that I was the only one that had played the original Final Fantasy VII in high school. Well, I think Wheels did too, but every, everybody else played it recently. Oh, I played in high school too. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> I actually, oh God, I'd say up until about 10 years ago, I still had the shirt I got from, uh, ooh, was it Software Etc.? I think I had pre-ordered it. <laughs> oh, wow. Babbages. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I should just get rid of this thing. I think I just chucked it in the trash like a dumb oh. shit. <laughs> I could have sold that for, I could have I, I put my kids through college probably with that stupid shirt at this point. I, nah, the good I, shirts in that era were the crazy anime Dragon Ball Z shirts. Uh, I I probably could have sold my uh, original strategy guide for a mint had I not taken it with me everywhere and sp- spilled stuff on it and mm-hmm. had some of the pages falling out. I not, not the bra- guys, not the- I I used to own the Earthbound box. Oh yeah, then my brother sold it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good to hold on to and sell. I more I distinctly remember <laughs> going to a Kmart. And they are just there was a stack of them just sitting there for like twenty bucks a pop, wow. and I'm just thinking, oh, we already have this thing. Hey, you remember? Don't... Hey, let me bring you forward twenty years. You remember uh-huh. when they had stacks of Rock Band three boxes or Rock Band boxes in the in the Best Buy, mm-hmm. and we thought the musical instrument games are over. And then there was Rock Band. Then there was Rock Band two, and then Rock Band three. <laughs> then they were over. Uh, hi. The only rock band I've ever played was the Beatles one and then the Lego one. Oh, Beatles one is good. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, somebody uh, I lent a one of the controllers to in the game to, and he never gave it back. And I, yeah, so. I played lots of rock band, and now my kids like it. The problem is the stupid guitars don't want to work half the time. That buttons mm. won't press. Are you implying those plastic instruments haven't aged very well? Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> ways to fix them. You can, yeah. like. Uh, direct wire them and do all that's a lot of work but mm-hmm. people those guitars hold a lot of money because there's that pc guitar game so they people use that i forgot its name rocksmith it's like, it's like guitar hero no it's not rocksmith there's rocksmith you actually play with a real guitar mm-hmm. it kind of teaches you but there's some other 
PC guitar game that people. That's why the controllers are holding the value because people get it to play it on that. I had all of the Beatles instruments. I feel so stupid for getting rid of the two I had left. Mm-hmm. Oh well, what are you gonna do? What were you talking about? Oh yeah. Final, Final Fantasy VI, six, and then we uh, tangentially <laughs> got there. So that's uh, that's what I've been playing. So I suppose that means Jonathan, what what you been up to, dude? Well, I've been up to a lot, so I'm gonna try to condense it to more recent stuff. Yeah, we're just gonna talk about Tactics Ogre for the next hour and a half, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've actually been on since I played Tactics Ogre, and it was right after I finished it, or right when I was near finishing it. And then I actually played WoW, the latest expansion, for a bit. Went real hard on it, and then like. Died off like just as hard. <laughs> That's what happened to my husband. He got to level eighty and just has had no desire to log back in. Um, oh, I mean, to me, getting eighty is like we're all of fun. So I did a lot of I did raiding and I did, you know, doing all the dailies and it was kind of fun and and it was like all right now I was powering up an alt and I was getting it eye level almost pretty good to, you know uh, mythic rateable too and then I was just like. Didn't turn it on one day and it just stopped like abruptly. Uh, I'm sorry, 70. I don't know okay, why I said 70. 80, but max level. Yep, yep. Um, I've been still logging in every week to do do the weekly quests that you have to get a bunch of reputation and you still get a whole bunch of uh, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, what is it like money and reputation and stuff like that? So, mm-hmm. um, I'm curious about the new or the content patch that's going to be out next month that's going to be like this whole underground area kind of like deep home which is one of my favorite areas in kata and there's going to be mole people in that uh not expansion patch which is going to be interesting um did did you roll a dragon no i played my uh what did I play? I played a warlock that I created from scratch, and then I play. I got on my warrior as well. Ah, uh, so no interest in the new uh, class slash race at all? Uh some, but I don't know. I just I hadn't really played a warlock much in the past, so I wanted to do that. The guild I was in didn't have a lot of. Uh, there was a couple people already in that new class, so I didn't want to jump on board. I guess it didn't matter. But I heard people say it was pretty fun. Yeah, um, you're definitely a dragon, breathing <laughs> fire and uh, I, flying. I, and yeah, all that I do stuff. healing. It's good. It's fun. You, you heal with your fire? I heal with my fire. <laughs> Stop that, standing in the fire and stand in my fire! <laughs> that's the I promise alt. you, my burning will hurt. Will not hurt. At, uh, that's the alt I want to play as next, but I've been wanting to kind of max out the renown on my existing characters at the moment. But because of the Breath of the Wild tangent, I'm not going to get to that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, so more recently, I finally picked up, or I had it picked up, I pre ordered it, but I finally started playing Cyberpunk. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, that was one of the games mm-hmm. that just like a lot of people are so hyped on, and then that. Rough release. I remember trying to play it on launch, and it was kind of eh. And so I'm glad I waited. It's, you know, I still saw some goofy things there now and then, but it's pretty fun. That they, they did a really good job of like creating the city, right, and and the atmosphere and the location and all that. Uh, the gameplay loops, they 
they get kind of boring, I guess, after a while is the best way to say it. I wouldn't, uh, boring's probably overly harsh. It just gets kind of repetitive, I should say. Um, I love the different cars that you could get that look cool. I didn't like the driving so much, and I hear that's kind of a common complaint, but it, it's a minor one. And um, I did all the little side quests and, and, of course, the main quest, which if you just do the main quest, you can get through the game pretty quick. Um, but I did all the all the side quests. I didn't do all the little NCPD location just because it's too much. I tried to, and then I'm like, all right, I'm getting really bored of trying to go driving around finding these. But the problem with that game, it's like it's got the framework. It's like almost there, and there's like a few things just holding it back from being what what either a it was promised it would be and be just what what you think it could be right it's like oh it's so much this this and this but it feels a lot like games i've already played with just a bunch of little side quests right in, in yeah. open, so it's it's like it's almost being that thing you want just something uh, a more responsive world and, and of course that's super difficult to do but uh it, for what it is i i enjoyed it it's never going to live up to its hype and its promise, just like a lot of games that, that are super hype like that are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't necessarily regret my time playing it. It was fun. Okay, so the uh, burning important question here is, how big of a hog did you make for your character? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, I, I think remember I that was like the big scuttle. was like, oh, look at the size of the thing you can put on, on your character. And it's like, I, think I, I just think I left it at the regular one. I didn't like... <laughs> I remember saying it and I laughed and... I didn't really toggle, or maybe I toggled it both ways just to see, and then I left it at the, the, the normal one. Gotcha. <laughs> That's funny. It's a burning uh, question here, man. Come on. <laughs> if I ever play that game, I'm going to make a dude with the smallest junk just to be a contrarian. <laughs> but you think, you know, I, in the game I want to play, it's like Mountain uh, Blade Bannerlord 2, or Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord or whatever, mm-hmm. where it feels like you have more of that do whatever you want to and the world responds to it i haven't played it i think it's, i've seen that's what people talk about it but it that game's not without its issues too i, I read but stuff like that in, in that kind of world i think would be really fun like you go and just make your own mark but it's hard to do that and also have a narrative so juggling mm-hmm. you want it to be a narrative driven experience or purely open world and do whatever you make your own narratives that's it, you, you kind of have to do one or the other i think um so after that, I jumped back on War Tales since it got a um, it received a, its final. Uh, it came out of uh, early access, right? And I played it before in early access when it was a lot less content. It was fun for the little bit of what it is, but it got old quick. Now I played it. It's fun for what it is longer, but I still after like I got into the third zone or fourth zone, and it's like. That one kind of finally, I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this for now again. Um, the the which I should have done. They have two different ways to do scaling. Either everything scales with you as you level, or you go by zone. Well, the problem I got into after the f- one, two, did three zones, and to go to the fourth zone, the difficulty I did it by zone, and the difficulty spiked a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get. And I guess my group got a little bit too big because I picked up some people. I did the second and third zones out of order. So second zone, I did third, and it was too stupid easy. And even going to the 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 third zone, that's supposed to be a little harder. Trying to level up my guys, hardly get any experience from who I fight. And then I go to the fourth zone, and they just like kick my ass. 
I, I could fight a few of them. So it's just, and then I can't go back and make them better. So I, maybe I need to get rid of a few people and then try to get more experience. I don't know. It was just irritating me. And then there wasn't really anything new that the game just gives you like the same types of quests, but in a different area. Uh, but the the framework and the the the, the gameplay and the the tactical battles and kind of building up your own mercenary team is pretty fun. It's very similar to uh, another fan favorite. That's what's that other one? The uh, that other mercenary game. I'm trying to think of the name now. Damn. Uh, I don't know. I'll think of it in a little bit. It's very similar to that, and I actually played that too recently. But I love those games for a while, and then I I get I guess. They don't have enough variance, and it's just like it's the same thing over and over, even though you build your team up. So, War Tales, though, if you like that, build up a squad of team, medieval, tactical combat, no magic, very uh, um, low magic, high fantasy kind of stuff with, uh, with spearmen and swordsmen and and, and what have you. It, it's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Uh, and then back, I started trying to play trails in the sky sc so i played the first one i guess sometime last year i talked about it and uh i still it's harder for me to play some of the jrpgs nowadays even though the trails games are pretty fun but man the the i put i'm playing it on hard and maybe it's and i played the other one on hard because if i play it on normal i think later in the game i just the the combat gets so boring i just try to rush through it but Playing it hard, and I'm, I was reading stuff about it. The first dungeon is supposedly like the hardest part of the game because it's only two people, and I fight these little frog dudes, and they like each hit takes a third of my character's life, and uh, then they start spawning more. And I'm like, how? This is really annoying. So I stopped playing for a bit because that I probably started too late that night and it was pissing me off. And I guess I need to go and change up the way they I put their magic on them and such. But uh, but then I was also reading like, oh, you get past this, the rest of the game's a lot easier. And I'm like, well, playing on hard now is probably going to be really annoying. But if I put it on normal to be go through this with less frustration, then the rest of the game's going to be too much of a cakewalk and boring. So I'm mm-hmm. struggling with with getting the uh, with jumping back on that. But I want to do it soon. Um. And another game I may play soon is I've been watching The Last Kingdom. Just started that. I know it's a, been around for seven years, but I think they just put their last. Or they're coming out with like a movie for it. It's a Netflix uh, like medieval uh, England Viking show. If you're not familiar with it, but it's get, oh, making me want to yeah. play Crusader Kings. It's kind of like the Viking show. Ooh, Crusader but, Kings. Yeah, it's giving me this itch to play Crusader Kings three. So. <laughs> we'll it's always see a telling year. Of, a, of a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's always telling of a game, but it makes you want to play something else instead. <laughs> well, it's not. It's a it's no. A it's show. a show. Yeah, Last Kingdom, a Netflix show. It's oh, I thought there was a Last Kingdom's game. No, uh, there or... probably is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I completely missed that. I thought you said there was a game. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's a show. It's like around like eight, eight hundred, eight. Late eight, late eight hundreds in Britain, where uh, the Danes came over and are attacking the Anglo Saxons or whatever, and taking it over. And they fight. So it's definitely giving me the whole ancient kingdoms of Britain and go and do Crusader Kings with that feel. But we'll see, we'll see if I jump into it or not, or back into it. Crusader yeah. Kings is always fun. It 
sucks you down in the hole for a little while. <laughs> I guess only Chris has played Crusader Kings out of the group. Yeah. yeah. I only recently got a Steam Deck, so that a lot of these and my old PC laptop is uh not in the greatest of shape anymore. So yeah, a lot of that stuff just been sort of cut off for me at this point. <laughs> so yeah, it's on a Mac. <laughs> I recommend Crusader Kings. It's uh it's it's kind of an experience you can't really get anywhere else. No. Well, maybe the other Paradox games? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. But even then, they, they have, you know, it's not like Stellaris. Stellaris is more like a, uh, maybe the um, Europa Universalis, but even then, right. it's different. It's Crusader Kings, the one where you're, like, trying to develop a kingdom, and you're into incest and regicide and yes. all of that other yes. okay yes. i remember you talking about this crap on the podcast a few years ago or that's the game ago or where you gotta manipulate your sister to kill your brother because you want his lands <laughs> it's kind of like medieval sims <laughs> <laughs> medieval sims but definitely evil mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be evil it's, it's evil it sounds like the only way to play is to be no, evil. well I mean, you have there's all there's always opportunities to make more benign choices and more. I like I like when I get sick choices. and I tell the doctor to chop something off and I hope it's not something I'm I find important. <laughs> that sounds painful. Well, I mean, it's a video game, so I don't actually feel it. But I know what I always find interesting, and I guess it's historically true, is. You get more powerful by making arranging your your children to have more, uh, you know, marry them off and, and grow alliances. Mm-hmm. The problem when you do that is when you then take over for your actual heir, that you then are pissed at yourself for doing that because now all those brothers and sisters either want to kill you mm-hmm. or they want to split your land up. Yeah. And it's like no, <laughs> or it gets oh, claims yes. to other countries and other territories. Because they married into your family, now they want your your territory. Ah, yes, getting into uh, traditional marriage here, where you marry off your children for alliances and land. Oh yeah, that's one of the uh, one of the big, you know, growing your heirs and and getting them to be. Because sometimes you can have one and they're really terrible, and you're like, oh crap, I don't want to play with this person next. So you try to find ways to get them killed. Mm-hmm. A, I might have to give that a shot. That sounds that sounds interesting. <laughs> sounds better than uh, that Kingdom Come Deliverance game. I try to play <laughs> oh yeah, it's, yeah. It was, it was but so mundane i couldn't get into it <laughs> this is uh it's a little hard to get it, it's more approachable than it used to than the, the past <laughs> games were mm-hmm. um but even then it's a you're little gonna dense. fail a lot yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> well, it's so it's fun uh, when so you just, die so it's, it's like fun when you life. lose okay <laughs> well even if your heir dies unless like your country just gets completely taken over by invaders you just go on to your 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 next heir, right? You need you move you, on to that. You have to maintain a lineage, so yeah. That that's the problem. If you don't have lots of kids and there's no line of succession, that's when your game actually ends. So that's that's the thing. Like Jason, like um, like Jonathan saying, like um, if you spend all this time building up your kids to make sure you have a solid heir and stuff, uh, the the balance is like, do I keep, do I power up my kids or do I make it so I don't have a lot of competition in the next generation with the risk being no gen next generation. And then you're stuck watching Voyager and you don't want that. Yeah. People are very fragile in that game. 
as you might imagine. <laughs> I I remember working with somebody a long time ago who was very into like the SEA medieval stuff and said that she would have loved to have gone back to the medieval times since she wouldn't miss modern times at all. Okay. And I'm, um, and I'm just those, thinking... Huh? I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, it was such a great time where you lived to the ripe old age of 45 and were treated like property. And, you know, unless mm-hmm. you were born into money, you're pretty much a peasant your whole life. That that just sounds like a blast. My argument for anybody that says that is modern dentistry. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Britain deals with it. Yes, but they can at least uh, novocaine you. They just don't fix the look of it, I, I suppose. Know, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's always been like. It's like, oh, I would have, I would have been a queen, and now you'd have been, you'd have been a peasant, you would have been a to- toothless and dead at forty-three. Okay, just calm down. Mm. Don't, don't. You can romanticize it all you want, but realistically, no, I would not go back to that. Well, especially as a Native American. Um, yeah, uh, Hispanic guy. No, I definitely would not have wanted to go back in time and just gotten smallpox from a blanket. <laughs> so I'm good. Or, you know, not have basic penicillin for a flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just Tylenol for a headache. Penicillin so, doesn't treat the flu. No, but the point, we, we, we understood the point she was getting okay. to. Okay, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, you're, you're right. I'm, you know, it, I'm sure it would have helped. Yes. If I would, okay, how about this? NyQuil for the flu, even yeah. that. Yes. Not even having that. God, oh, jeez, I don't want to think. Yeah, My I, bigger I think problem first... is not having access to inexpensive or affordable coffee. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, I mean, no video games. <clears throat> I mean, no I guess no ability to easily boil water. No electricity. Yeah. Not a single yeah. luxury. Yeah, this is starting to sound worse and worse <laughs> by the minute here. <laughs> you know, just basic things like air conditioning and heat, I think yes. I would have. Yes, yes. Well, they bathe a couple times a year. Oh, oh God. Can you just imagine the smell that comes off of those people oof, mm-hmm. between their uh, breath and uh, what those people, first of all, come on. What was. Yes. Our everybody's yeah. ancestors. Yes. 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 What yes. would I most oh. miss living in the medieval oh. times? Not to mention the raw sewage in the streets. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. If you were to live in the medieval times, there are several things from modern life you would likely miss. The level of comfort, convenience, and technological advancement we enjoy today... We'd miss um, chat GPT. ...are significantly different from that era. Some things you would probably miss include, one, modern medicine. Um, Medical knowledge and treatments were limited during medieval times, with high mortality rates and a lack of effective treatments for many diseases and injuries. Two, hygiene and sanitation... Medieval societies did not have the same standards of cleanliness and modern conveniences like indoor plumbing, toilets, and clean drinking water were not available. Three, technology. You would miss modern electronic devices like smartphones, computers, and the internet, which have revolutionized communication, entertainment, and access to information. Well, thanks uh, for breaking it, down what electronic In some are. ways, to our detriment. Uh, number four, education and literacy. Education and literacy were not widespread in medieval times, with only a small percentage of the population able to read and write. The availability of books and educational materials was also limited. Five, personal rights and freedoms. A social hierarchy and strict class system in medieval societies could be limiting, with less opportunity for social mobility and personal freedom than in modern times. Six, could food be. variety and availability. Modern transportation, agricultural, and technologies have made a wide variety of food available year-round, while food in medieval times was often scarce and limited to seasonal local produce 
Number seven, travel and transportation. Medieval travel is slow and arduous, typically by foot, horse, or basic boat. Modern transportation, such as cars, trains, and animal, and excuse me, and airplanes, allows for much faster and more comfortable travel. Eight, security and safety. Medieval times are often characterized by violence, war, and crime, with limited law enforcement and protection for individuals compared to today's standards. Nine, climate control. Modern heating and air conditioning systems ensure a comfortable living environment, while medieval times temperature control is limited to fireplaces and simple architectural design. Ten, gender and social equality. While there is still progress to be made, modern societies generally have greater gender and social equality than those of medieval times, which were heavily patriarchal and stratified. I didn't even think about just the... We went down. I just I, I I didn't even think about the books thing. Like, mm-hmm. God, can you imagine? Like, you literally like. By the mo- way, your I'll, knowledge you would probably to... get you labeled as a witch and burned at the stake. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that there's also that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have to just be in your own head for a lot. Mm-hmm. Boy, sounds... Yeah, it sounds great, right? Yeah, it yeah. Sounds fantastic. Let's sign yeah, me no up. Yeah, yeah. Let me just time travel right back and get myself killed. I'm by... a Yankee in yeah. King Arthur's court. Wait. That's a whole. <laughs> this isn't going to be like Martin Lawrence in uh, First Night or, or Dark Night or Black Night or whatever it was that he did. Can you, you got to pick a movie there, bud? <laughs> Those are very different movies. Dark Night, Black Night, First Night. I think those are all completely different movies. <laughs> oh, they are. Just one of them stars Martin Lawrence. I don't remember which one it was. It was my, my, my guess is Black Knight. <laughs> one it was Black Knight, and two, all of those are basically just isekais. Mm, mm-hmm. well, except, oh no, I'm thinking oh, of the no, medieval times isekais. Actually, there yeah. are medieval time isekais. Oof. Mm. Okay, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I, think, I think we probably steered off far enough away. The point is, the past sucked. Stop romanticizing yeah. it. Vaughn says, I want a manga that's a Japanese Yankee in King Arthur's court. There's an isekai for you. Vaughn, you know that probably already exists. You know very well that probably already exists. Let me just go ahead and uh, point you to my Tumblr page. Uh, no. <laughs> I bet you by the end of the show, you could find one if you looked for that. I oh, bet I'm you sure by the end of the show, you could find two. <laughs> what, what do you mean raw sushi is just raw fish? That's disgusting. Oh, well, they probably ate more disgusting stuff anyway. Yeah, would, the, would the raw fish in medieval times be safer to eat than current fish? Less pollution in some regards, but like, are the fishing, san- are they sanitary in the way they collect it? And they can't keep it cold, right? Nope. So put it, it would go salt, bad baby. quickly. Yeah. Gotta salt it or smoke it. Well, you, that, then you can't do sushi. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like you gotta eat it when you catch it. Otherwise, yeah, sushi's not So good basically after... you have to be a dolphin if you want sushi. Darn. Or a fisherman. And, and don't is, forget, isekais lob- can help us there. Actually, like, <laughs> that's the sort of thing they do. Don't forget, lobster was considered a trash fish back then. People, uh, fish less polluted, less polluted. People more polluted. Says our chat. Yep. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, I think it sums it up. <laughs> I don't know. People are pretty polluted now. <laughs> All right. In different ways. Are we done you know with what? the now plane? Is it time to go? Microplastics. Anyway, sorry. I'll shut up. Well, I don't think you did, Chris. Oh, I'm playing Diablo 3 in Path of Exile. And, uh, I'm at the point, I don't even know if I'm enjoying it anymore. Playing through like the same type of game? Yeah, I am. I'm over. I'm overdoing it. I'm trying to get through Season 28 of Diablo 3 and max that out. And yet I'm hitting some walls. 
but I don't want to go online and get power leveled, so I don't know what I'm doing with that. And then in Path of Exile, the new season literally started yesterday, so I'm trying that out to see if I like it. And as usual, I enjoy Path of Exile. The question is, am I going to commit to it for the long haul this season? I don't know. Are you going to play Diablo 4? Yes. So maybe I should just stop playing these. You should and probably make room. stop so you don't get burnt out already on Diablo clones. Yeah. Maybe. I think or this is gonna... I could keep playing. <laughs> I, th- I think this is going to be the first Diablo game that I don't get right away because there's so going to be so much other stuff coming out at that point. Oh, I'm definitely going to get it right away, I think. Because that, that comes out in June, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to be knee-deep into Final Fantasy 16 then. Oh, is that in June, too? I, yep. God, I forget that that's oh. that close. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to play that. Well, thankfully, as an Xbox guy, I don't have to worry about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that this one was a multi-platform. Wait, well, really? It's not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing this again? Yeah, I'm pulling this crap again. That's weird. But okay. It works so well for 13. <laughs> well, no, 13 was multi-platform too. No, right? I know. That's what I meant. Like, yeah. And 15 was too. But no, I was yeah. just being a smart ass about, oh, about, okay. uh, gotcha. about multi-platform. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> Granted, now I think the way to actually play 13, if you really want to play it, is on the Xbox because they really pretty the hell out of it for uh, mm-hmm. for the backwards compatibility thing. Yeah, um, I think Steam Deck, too. No, yeah. No, I'm just thinking about Sony whining this week about uh, Call of Duty being exclusive is going to kill their sales. I'm like, you're one of the only ones that has a decent JRPG selection. I don't know Mm -hmm. why you're complaining. That's your audience. Granted, I don't know if they make enough money in the U.S. off of JRPGs, but that's mostly why I buy Sony systems. Yeah, Sony systems for me are always like, okay, well, I get I get the Microsoft one now for the um, just the mainstream stuff, I guess. The Nintendo stuff for the Nintendo stuff, and then uh, Sony's for just the kind of oddities sometimes that come out there, or like the Japanese stuff that just isn't going to make it to anything else outside of maybe yeah. PC. So, yeah, because I mean, there's no way my PC is going to be able to run 16. No, oh, jeez, um, yeah, my Steam but... Deck won't either. <laughs> so. Um, whether or not when it comes to Steam Deck or to Steam after the six months exclusivity, uh, my Steam Deck will be able to run it is uh, questionable, though they got seven remake to run on it pretty well. So mm. who knows? Um, I mean, at this point, it runs on a launch PS4. So, I mean, that thing's, you know, 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, because it's our 10-year wedding anniversary of this year, so that'll mean that next year was when the PS4 finally came out. And yeah, oh my god. Uh-huh. Hey, we got married <laughs> in the same year. Yeah. No, I remember we got married in the same year, because when I was still a fan, I was like, oh, they had such a cool wedding. I should have, t- I should swipe some of those ideas. Yeah. Only instead of a Harvest Moon topper, we did a World of Warcraft topper. I tried to eat the topper years later. It was real good. <laughs> oh, Chris. Was the topper made out of fondant? Yeah. See, I, I made mine out of clay and just... You know, what, definitely don't want to eat that. Yeah. I was going to say, Kelly, did you try to eat it? No. <laughs> I might as well eat clay. Fondant's disgusting, too. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know for sure. I tried. It, 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 it can be. Yeah. 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 You're not. You're not wrong about that, I Jonathan. Learned. I've, I've tried too and been like, oh, this doesn't taste like anything I would want to eat normally. Why does yeah. it look so pretty taste but tastes so bad? <laughs> Found it tastes like uh, stale bubble gum to me. It tastes like those. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like the the bubble gum you get out of a baseball card pack from the 1980s. Like, here, let me just go ahead and chew some gum. Oh, oh, speaking of modern dentistry. (laughs) So, hey, our question of the week last week, what was your favorite controller inspired by the uh, terrible controller we designed? (laughs) I will hear you. I will not hear you badmouth our our brilliant design. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, good good if you're a fan of uh, Homer's car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and you know what? I am. Thank you. Um, from Shaman, question of the week. This might this might be going off the board a, a little bit, but the official classic controller pro for the Wii that came out alongside Monster Hunter, it is basically a PS2 controller with a proper D-pad. Absolutely, but what makes it great? If only it had a rumble and an amiibo reader, would it be perfect for use today on the Switch? That was a very good controller. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like the feel of that one too when i hacked my weed that became my kind of my default uh emulation controller um also from jamin speaking personally i'm pressing f for e3 on the world's smallest keyboard (laughs) (laughs) yeah um man talk about telling it like it is damn (laughs) eat at e3 i liked it was was fine i know it was good when it was relevant it's yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, there you go, Chris. That's the important part when it was relevant. Um, from the anime band, my favorite controller will always be just the baseline of PS2 or PS3 controllers. Overall, I just think Sony has a good fit for controllers with how many how my hands are, and I've never had issues getting cramps like I've had with other thicker controllers. The weirdest controllers I own, though, either have to be the Nyko iType PS2 controller or the Nyko Airflow. I picked it up when I bought Final Fantasy 11 for the PS2 with the hard drive because I thought it would be handy to type in for the chat. The other one I picked up because my mom had the tendency to keep the AC at 80 degrees. So <laughs> I'd of, it'd often get hot, and I thought I'd help keep my hands co- cooler. Honestly, it wasn't that bad of a controller. But did it help keep your hands cooler? I want to know more about the efficacy of this fan on this thing. I think I had that Nyko iType PS2 controller, and I couldn't type for crap on it. But did it keep your hands cool? No, he's stuck in the Nyko Airflow, and I oh. don't know about that. All right. Chalk right. that up as the, the reasoning for using a certain controller that I would have never guessed as being the reason. Oh, keeping your hands cool? Yeah, it's like, I, I like this controller because my house is hot and it kept my hands cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, I posted a picture of my wedding cake, cake topper in the chat. Cool. I made that by hand. Nice. <laughs> my, my first time ever working with Sculpey, and I don't think it came out that bad. Um, and we, we still have that topper uh, in our little um, wedding shrine in the kitchen, in the dining room. So I, I think it's cute. It is. I like it. Thank you. Um, that was uh, all the feedback we have. Uh, Jonathan, you weren't on last week. Do you have a favorite controller? Oh, that's tough. I definitely would say I, uh, a mo- more modern controller. I like 
the Xbox style controllers. Um, Same here. Just the placement. Now I do love the the PS4 and PS5 controllers when they made them a little bigger, but I just like the D-pad um, analog stick placement on the Xbox ones better where it's at instead of inside on the the PlayStation the Dual Shocks. Yeah. Um, older controllers were like you know I think uh, that one the Saturn pad, not the bulkier one, but the other one was was pretty nice. Yeah, that one was great for fighting games. Is that was that oh. actually ever a controller on a Saturn, or was it only just is the one people like the one that was inspired by that, but was made for PCs? No, there's two Saturn controllers. There's okay. like the original, and then there's a, a another one that came out with the the second style of Saturns. So um, kind of like the Xbox Duke, and then the the net, the slim controller. It's similar to that. And then there's that 3D pad, which maybe you're thinking of. Well, not that. Yeah, I, I like oh, the 3D so pad. I'm just, but analog. people always talk about the Saturn... Is it the the Saturn D-pad that people liked? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the, the Saturn second, controller I have sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's the second slimmer one. See, I didn't mind the D-pad on the original fat Saturn controller, but I also didn't play a lot of twitchy stuff back then. It yeah. must be hard to find that controller. And then people made a supposedly a USB version, and ugh. yeah, well, I have the the retro bit one. This is the wireless one. That's pretty yeah. nice. Was that the one that came out like a couple of or like a few years ago? No, I think it came out within the last. Well, it's recent, but I have the. I think there's one that was wired. I have the the two point four wireless one. Is it the official Saturn controller or whatever? Like it's an official controller? Yeah, it's Sega. It's Sega. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got one of those too. Oh, yeah, I've got actually got two of them. I've got like two different color schemes for it. Yeah, I got this clear one. This like, it's pretty nice. I like it a lot. Back in the day, I liked um, the Genesis wireless controller. Um, now, now, granted, it kind of sucks now because it was an IR sensor, so you had to point it at the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody could to, walk in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that really wasn't that much of an issue in my room back then because I, I would play on the top of my bunk bed um, and just kind of dangle my feet over and play like that and then wonder why I had back problems as an adult. <laughs> but yeah, um, It came in that tin, right? You bought it and it's like this tin case. I think so, yeah. I had one uh, about 10 years ago I got, and they're actually pretty valuable now. They're hard to find. Because what I liked about that one in particular was that you could uh, switch player one or two on the fly with a little switch at the bottom. So, like, I'm playing Sonic 3, and I want to get Sonic up up somewhere. I could just switch to Tails, fly him up there, and then switch back, and it was cool. Um, and, you know, back then having uh, just the idea of a wireless controller was unheard of back then. So being able to play, play uh, without a wire was awesome. Um, and and now when I try to play with anything wired, like on my old PS2, it's like, gosh, I, I can't go back to this. This is driving me crazy, um, especially since my cats aren't used to it and try to bite the cord. When I uh, pulled out my GameCube and... The, for the first time when my kids were old enough to sort of comprehend things, they looked at the wired controller like it was just the most baffling thing on the face of the earth. Like, what the hell is this? Why does this have this wire running there? It's like, well, you see, when daddy was, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, uh, we still like the wireless technology. It wasn't that great. It existed, but, uh, yeah, oh, you're already bored? Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Well, well the is- wire can. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm just I'm watching the stream and seeing the retro bit modern 
Bluetooth. I'm wondering, like, do I buy the the? Should I get like the wireless one or the Bluetooth one? Which one's better the between the two? Wireless one is, is the Bluetooth one will have a little more latency. Okay. But the Bluetooth one, um, it's easy. You, obviously, you can connect it to Bluetooth devices easier. The wireless mm-hmm. one's always going to have to have some sort of adapter. So if you get it for just like mine, it just has a, a for the Saturn one, you plug it into. They're the, not uh, expensive. No, they're at 25 30 or 30 35 dollars, I think. Yeah, they're not bad. And then it's also you also have the 8 bit do or 8 bit do or whatever controllers, those are really nice too. I have some of those. Yeah, I use oh. um the I, f- I forget what it is or what it's called. I think it's like the Pro or whatever, but it's just like it looks like a Super Nintendo controller yep. but with handles yep. on it. Oh, that yep. controller's so good. I, I will say, um, p- playing my Steam Deck with a wireless controller, of all the ones I've tested, the uh, Xbox One works the best. Okay. Um, the only thing that sucks is if you are playing a game like hand- in handheld mode mm-hmm. and try to switch it to your TV and do the controller as oh. a bunch of games. A bunch of games I've noticed you've got to like exit out and then ex- enter back in with the controller. Right, right, yeah, because the A and B button thing flipped or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I've but, been using a, a DualSense for that. Like, I bought one to use as, like, for emulation and stuff, and then mm-hmm. now that I've got the Steam Deck, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to use that for this, so. Yeah, I I tried to use a DualSense, but for some reason, like, the PS2 emulator did not like the DualSense, and I don't know why. <laughs> Isn't that the damnedest thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, it's because uh, you're stealing games, Kelly. Yeah. Right, I posted in chat what I got. The eight retro. You know, it says unavailable. I don't know if that style is or it's just temporarily unavailable on Amazon, but that's what I have. Stealing games, I, I have Valkyrie Profile too. I just wanted to play it on my Steam Deck. Did I have to deal with load times? <laughs> <laughs> Still theming. You play it on original hardware and on a CRT. Yeah. So, bedroom um, floor and oh god bite me <laughs> not not you jason just you no know, i know i know you're fine yeah this, this hypothetical person that doesn't exist but might yeah i think what's I'll going on go. um is that they've the clear one's out okay oh wait yeah or the clear one is um not on amazon us but check this out no 404 not found never mind you can get in the uk it, it may just be temporarily sold. Or out. you could just not get the clear one because there's a black one and the white one that's much cheaper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think but I bought those the, from Limited Run Games when the the Panzer Dragoon remake came out. If I'm remembering right, gotta be careful. Those could be wired. No, they, dude. I'm on their page, the Retrobit page, and they've got sections. Yeah. This is the yeah. wireless ones, and they say it. Gotcha. Wireless. It shows the dongles. It says wireless. It's the 2.4. <laughs> You're good there's to a go. Dongle. And then if you want the Bluetooth ones, they're down here, and you're good to go. Um, I, I will also say one of the reasons why I liked some of the PS1 uh, knockoff controllers was because they had analog support on games that didn't officially oh, have analog support, yeah, yeah. which was really nice. Um, but then the, the drift on those would be so bad after hundreds <laughs> of hours of RPGs that it's like, well, I guess this controller's kaput. Um, I didn't here's one I, was... I have. This is the wired Saturn USB clear one, twenty bucks, but it's wired. I uh, also didn't realize I was dealing with joystick drift before it was cool. 
<laughs> it, it's it's never cool, yeah. Kelly. I know. I know. Hey, you know what is cool? News. Specifically, we got more Vampire Survivor DLC coming out. Cool. I can't wait to have another hour of playtime. Me too. Um, DLCs are a little short sometimes. (laughs) Just just a little, but they're they're affordable. They are. Um, Tides of the Foscari DLC announced. Um, This is the second DLC. It is $1.99 and is going to be available on April 13th. What day is that? Pulling up the calendar. That is next Thursday. Cool. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, it is based off of fantasy heroes, tropes, and cliches set in the Foscari Academy, a school for the elite. Um, it's going to have three new playable characters a, let's see, what is it? A warrior, a mage, and a thief, if I remember from the trailer. Um, yeah, I think that's right. And the new stage, like Foscari. Um, as well as 13 new weapons, new music tracks, new achievements, new animations, and probably new secrets. I'm, I'm really looking Always forward to secrets. this. Always new secrets. I wonder if the paid DLCs are to, to help pay for the non-paid DLCs like the Sonic level. Mm. But I'm glad they're still supporting this game. I'm I'm surprised that it has not come out on other consoles yet. It is out on consoles. Uh, just Xbox though, right? Uh, isn't it on Switch? Maybe no. I'm, oh, okay. Mm. Um, P- PC, Mac, iOS, Android, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Hmm. So I remember. Eh. I remember a little kerfuffle with people with um. I, I I hate fanboys from or you know just fans we'll say in general. Um, but the Sony fans were like, oh look at look at the big game on Xbox this week. It's like Vampire Survivors when that came out on Xbox. It's like, okay. Okay, yeah, because there's not cheap junk on the PlayStation. I'm not saying Vampire Survivors is the place or is a is cheap junk, but it's like, yeah, I'm, I, just guys, like, just just enjoy video. I don't games. know what Can you're. We... I don't even know hey. what you're upset about at this point. <laughs> They've that, got you that, so kerfuffled. <laughs> that quote unquote cheap junk was game of the year, according to some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also heard it described as a uh, interactive wallpaper, but mm. yeah. That's a game uh, I got super hooked into, and I got tired of it as fast as I liked it. It's like, oh, this is really fun, and I got my wife to play it. She liked it, and then I was like, okay, all these games, they end up just devolving down in the same thing at the end where the screen is just, everything on the screen is just going. Humble <laughs> Bundle had, like, a bundle of them this week of uh, Survivor likes. Yeah, I've seen a bunch. I've seen a bunch of copycats now. Yeah, I know the Switch has a, couple, a bunch of copycats now, and they don't look nearly as interesting and probably don't play nearly as good. And, I don't know. For, for me, Vampire Survivors is I'm having a bad day. I want to go kill a bunch of stuff at once. You know you know what it is? It's a Musa without pressing the X. I the, was just going to say that. It's bullet heaven. You are the yeah. bullet hell. That's what makes it so fun. Oh, my God. It's an automatic Muso. Okay. And anyway, um, Wild Hearts' first update is coming out in April. Um, th- does anybody still play Wild Hearts here? Or no, I know it didn't review well. No, oh, it was like a two. It was a two and yeah. a half here. Two and a half. Okay, yeah. that's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, 
Yeah, Phil scored it pretty low. Um, well, this update, Lethal Blossoms, is a free update, and it's set to come out. Oh, I guess it already came out. Um, but there's a new fox-type uh, beast known as the Murakum- Murakumo, and it has cherry blossoms and a new weapon called the Spinning Top, and you have to use the Spinning Top to um, dis- dispel the cherry blossoms before you can hit it. And the Spinning Top gets uh, bigger the more it bounces around. So you're essentially fighting a cherry blossom, blossom fox with a Beyblade. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's that's a thing. I, I will say I do like the monster designs in Wild Hearts. Me too. I kind of I kind of appreciate that they look more like mo- recognizable monsters and not abstract monsters like Monster Hunter. Give it a give it like six months. I or don't whatever. know what that means because the monster I see in Wild Hearts all the time is like a giant rat with a flower in its eye. Uh, oh. Uh, so I was thinking about the boar and this fox monster, right. but I'm also not that familiar with Wild Hearts, so I don't know. And I I'm know not JC monster- hates it. <laughs> I, and, and I'm not saying that Monster Hunter designs are bad by any means. I just kind of like seeing the recognizable monsters in this game, but if the game plays like ass, then I don't know if I'm going to say I want to touch it. Um a game I will touch, though, I, I pre-ordered this. Uh, Rune Factory 3 Special Golden Memories Edition has been announced. Um, so it comes with a physical copy of Rune Factory 3 Special for Switch, a collector's box, a 6-inch by 4-inch acrylic standee with protagonists from uh, Rune Factory 3, 4, and 5, an original soundtrack CD, a planner containing the in-game seasons and a real-world calendar, so it'll only be good for one year, and then you'll never touch it again, and, of course, swimsuit mode DLC. Don't worry, you no, won't remember the around. game in a year anyway. So, um, when, when does this come out? It comes out on September 5th, and it is a remaster of the original DS game. Um, that, that original DS game was really good, and nobody played it because it came out so late in the series. So I'm highly recommending this if you're a Rune Factory fan at all. Um, I can't wait for this to come out. Um, anybody a Genshin Impact person here? No. No? No, unfortunately. Uh, and the 3.6 update launches next week, specifically on April 12th. Um it's going to have two main events, the Wisdom Gala and the Interdarshan Championship with uh, six new minigames. It's also got a new area, I, two new characters. Um, I'm, I've been amused at just how much they've supported this game over since it's released. Um, yeah, it came out released in 2020, so it's been out for three years now. So you can be excited for that. Has it only been three years? God, I remember when it first came out, like people were sort of comparing it to Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, look-wise. absolutely, they were. I mean, it looks yeah. like it. Yeah, it feels like I, it's just been out longer at this point. I don't know. It's weird. I played it for a little bit, and I was like, "This could be interesting," but then I got distracted by other shiny objects and just never went back to it. And, <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. And I'm not a big fan of the gotcha stuff, so. Um. But hey, if you enjoy it, more power to you. Yeah. I, I wish I could get more into it. I just have other stuff to play, like Breath of the Wild again. Um, 
Or if I had Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, I'd be playing Pokemon Stadium, which is coming to Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. Um, this is also going to be available on April 12th. Um, this was the one that was Pokemon Stadium 2 in Japan, and then mm-hmm. they released it over here. And it has single player and multiplayer mode, the um, virtual, well, Switch Online version, but will not include Nintendo 64 transfer for pack functionality. So you're just going to have to use the rental Pokemon. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was thinking when this news came out, okay, what's the point then? Yep. Unless you want to play Magikarp Splash. They're going to put a Pokemon on the on the Game Boy thing and figure out a way to make that work. I'm 100% sure that's not happening. <laughs> I, I mean, it would be nice, but oh, yeah. I'm not. that's going to involve a lot of programming that I don't think they want to deal with. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they... I, okay, so when uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow came out on a virtual console on the 3DS, I saw the, like, you can do wireless trading. My dumb, dumb head is thinking Nintendo went and made it so you could do it over the internet. So my buddy and I, um, that lives like 1,500 miles away from me, and we're both like Pokemon nuts, we were like, okay, let's trade so we can get these, each other's. I'll play this one, and you play this one. And we're like, why can't we find – I was like, it's wi- like local wireless. It's not Wi-Fi. It's like, oh, God, Nintendo. <laughs> I can see how you thought that because I thought that too, but okay, apparently good. I'm not. not. Good. I'm glad I'm. Not, I'm glad we're not the only two people on the earth that thought that. Yeah. No. That that was misleading. Um. I know that you could transfer those Pokemon to the bank on the DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a weird roundabout way of. I mean, it's weird and roundabout to get Mew in Red, Blue, and Yellow in the first place. But you, there's a weird roundabout way of actually being able to bring Mew forward into that too. Huh. Because normally, like, it will just not let you because it's not supposed to be there but there's some weird thing of like like having a certain amount of items and yada 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 it's it's a pain in the butt but if you really want a mew um i guess that's the way to go about it i mean you could just go on ebay and buy one at this point but you know yeah like three bucks i remember there's a people figured out a way to transfer pokemon from the older carts to the newer carts but it was very convoluted and oh really yeah, and it involved buying like actual hardware to transfer to your PC and just oh, weird God. stuff. I um, was really impressed with Pokemon Bank, the Poke Transporter thing, because like you could take your Pokemon from Game Boy Advance, and then I mean you could still have your Pokemon from Game Boy Advance on um, and bring them forward to today, mm-hmm. which is yeah. crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah, it was very convoluted though because I remember trying to do it for my original Toys R Us Mew, and it mm-hmm. took like. What did it take? I had to get it off my GameCube, transfer it to one of the carts, and then transfer that to a DS card, and then trade it with black and white, mm-hmm. and then do it to the 3DS. The oh, I'm not saying it's intuitive 3DS. or easy, but <laughs> it, it, you, you can do it <laughs> officially even, so... Yeah, I, I've got all this, these wires and stuff and bo- boxes of uh, systems coming out, and Vaughn's like, what are you doing? I'm transferring Pokemon. (laughs) You've been doing that for two and a half years, Kelly. I'll be done soon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I heard this kind of like heartwarming story of somebody who had like a Charizard that was um, from Fire Red, I guess, or one of them, one of the Game Boy Advance ones that they had brought up to every single game. It didn't have the best stats, but it had uh, been with this person like for every single Pokemon game they played. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. I 
I would have done that with my original. Uh, think of it from its perspective. It keeps getting ripped from a trainer just as it gets to know them every time, <laughs> over and over. I would have done that with my Zangoose from the original Ruby game that I played way back in college that I think I put about 100 hours into. Gosh, I had no life back then. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, is anybody excited about Defender's Quest 2? Um, Don't know what that is. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm a, with Jonathan on that. It's a sequel to t- Tower Defense RPG Defen- Defender's Quest Valley of the Forgotten. Oh, well, when you say it like that, no, still. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things when I see tower defense or tower defense, I actually next. They're probably fun. I just no. too many games. I gotta, I gotta focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, not gonna lie. I like tower defense games when I just want to zone out and play something, but I don't really seek them out either. Um, the game is this game is planned to launch um, for PC and unspecified consoles in 2023, and that's pretty much all the news I have about it. Um, I've got One Piece Odyssey DLC news. So okay, tell me about still, it. Still crickets. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the the blurb that I have says Return of Memories. It's yeah. called Return of Memories, and it will see the Straw Hat Straw Hat Pirates returning to Memoria for oh a further adventure. And no thanks. I have no idea what Memoria is. I. I thought that I recognized the character, and then I sent it to Vaughn, and he was like, nope, that's a original game character. I'm like, okay. Um, when is this DLC coming out? I don't see the date. That's Just okay, Kelly. Like, Nobody cares. Oh, well, I'm trying to say stuff for people that do care. We're being thorough. Do they exist? <laughs> they might. Is that our I question mean, of the if- week? Do you care about the Straw Hat Pirates latest video game? I was curious about it, but I wasn't going to pay 70 bucks for it. 70 bucks. It's 70 You're bucks. Real proud of that game. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing it was 60 or 70. I would imagine. Is this a switch yeah. game? No, it's Xbox PC. and PS yeah. five. Is this a Muso yeah. one? No, is this, this out? Is original game. Yeah. yeah it yeah, came, came out in January. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody play it? Not on, Not on our yeah, I know that about our audience. Uh, Tam says I mean, yes. I Did mean, you play Vaughn's, it, Tam? Sixty hours or minutes? Sixty dollars, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Vaughn's the One Piece fan, and I even asked him like, if you if you want it for your birthday, I'll get it for you. And he's like, nope, don't care. He's like, no, 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 don't do that to me. <laughs> it's like I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Do you know how many thousands of episodes of this anime there are, and I still haven't watched them all? I don't need more things no, to catch up on. No, he's watched them all. He's oh, also gosh. read the manga. Good God! How okay. he, he reads each chapter every week. He's been keeping track of this since the since the release. No, wow. He got in from the beginning. He's dedicated. It's his favorite anime and manga, but um, he, he doesn't like the side stuff. And I, I don't. I don't blame him. him. <laughs> There's too much of it. Yeah. Well, he had a bad time with that. Uh, I, I've told the story on the cast before. He had a bad time with that other RPG that was released. That was basically uh, One Piece: Arkham Asylum. Because, um, because <laughs> he. That's a concept. Yeah, I mean, it was literally that game, that game concept at that point, but with Luffy, because you know he would 
use the stretchy powers to get it. It just means QTE combat. That too. But he played it for like two hours and because he wasn't logged into Xbox Live, it wouldn't let him save and he oh, when he logged in sakes. Yeah, when he logged in it kicked him out and he lost like two hours of progress <gasps> and he's like, Well, I'm not touching this again. Nope. But you get to do it better this time. No, I, I hate that too. Um, I had that happen to me with Yakuza Zero recently because I thought I auto saved and it didn't. So so yes, that that's one piece. Um, hack and slash hammer hammer watched two has been announced. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is a sequel. Or this is a sequel to a 2013 title, Hammer Watch. What is with all these sequels to weird RPGs? We've, we've talked about Hammer Watch before. We have. Yeah. I don't um, remember anything about it, but I think we talked about it. I don't remember either. I don't even know what. Yeah, but I have game. an excuse today not to remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're hopped up on goofballs. High AF. Yeah. Jonathan, you're big into Hammerfall, right? Hammer Watch? <laughs> Hammer Watch. No. Hammerfall's also Hammer. a game, right? I don't know. No, Maybe Hammerfall's a metal band. Oh. No, Hammerfall was, I think, a subtitle for a game. Something, something, Hammerfall. I'm not mistaken. I, th- I think there's also a town in WoW that uh, is called Hammerfall. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Vaughn says that One Piece is up to episode 1056 right now. That is something. Yeah. That's a lot of... I, I Wow. <laughs> Hats off to sticking with that, because I, I don't know if I like anything to stick with it for a thousand episodes. I mean, I was going to ask ChatGPT why One Piece is still on the air. Oh, God. <laughs> because I mean, it makes money. It says, I mean, engaging storyline. Uh, I won't read the details. Blah, blah, blah. Loyal fan base. Which means people spend money on it, so. Rich and diverse characters. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Ongoing on source money. material. It's on because it's on. <laughs> Number five, commercial success. There's the money. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. That's number that's six. Number one creator's commitment. The creators express his dedication to seeing the story through to its conclusion. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to conclude it though. You know what? No, no, no. That's that's the commitment to the contract I signed, which made me rich. So. <laughs> Also, I don't know how accurate this is from ChatGPT, but I think it's funny. From Vaughn, the hard part is that they went from doing multiple chapters per episode, so one chapter equals one episode, to half a chapter equals one episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, lovely, so they're dragging it out even more. No, you don't say. They have to, otherwise they catch up, and then they don't have anything on the TV for a year or two. I mean, it's not like Planet Namek being destroyed in ten minutes or whatever. It it is the same struggle. It's just, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. At first, let's catch up. And then it's like, once you catch up, it's like, oops, we caught up. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that. Point half a ch- Oh, I, so half a manga chapter equals one episode. Okay. They, they, they went from doing multiple chapters per episode to one chapter equals one episode to half a chapter equals one okay, episode. I, oh, wow. Yeah, which There's means they're getting slower, slower. So they should have started with just doing one to one or something like that. but. Sorry, yes, I did misread that. I apologize. Also, you know, I'm I'm no stranger to 
um, an ongoing series because I read the Sonic Archie comic from when it started in 1993 all the way up to 2017 when it got canceled and then when it rebooted with IDW. I remember back when Date Bayo was a fan subbing Naruto Shippuden, um, or I think they stopped at Shippuden, and they're like, all right, Crunchyroll's doing this with simulcast. We're going to stop and get out of the way because we want to support licensed anime being simulcast to the U.S. audiences. So we're going to stop. And then like partway through the season, they're like, okay, guys, we got to do a fan sub here for you because we think they're doing a crap job. Um, <laughs> we're going to do one, and just to make our point, and... I can tell you right now the point was falling on deaf ears and Crunchyroll never really fixed anything. But one of the things that they also showed during this episode, besides like, here's how to fan some better was actually, it was probably a separate episode, but they did an episode where like, what if they only did what was in the manga? And I believe the first 14 episodes of the season could have been condensed to one episode. Oh, <laughs> and reading from Vaughn, it's actually because they're, pretty close to catching up to the manga and it's one piece so they can't do the naruto crap when it's uh why not nothing but filler why can't they do that with one piece because people drop off at that point and then they do that with naruto too but it didn't hurt it it's still going hey let let the main character get his driver's license yeah i don't understand why one piece can't do that because Because people people hate hate filler yeah they hated naruto too that didn't stop them they can totally do one piece filler filler if they wanted i don't know what you're talking about it's called you just do it (laughs) oh look at this island i'm like one piece is built for it it's like oh look at this island we found let's go have an adventure here like it's that seems like the perfect anime for doing filler (laughs) what finishes first one piece or song of fire and ice one piece (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's not yeah. even George a question yeah, yeah. George Martins. He's, he's just chilling up in santa fe new mexico and just enjoying and life they're and both done before um patrick rothfuss does his thing right so and they're all in the black robert jordan and dying before they can finish mm. i was about to ask who dies first Oda or george R. R. martin no I'm, i don't want to okay. comment but i'm just gonna say the novel writers in this discussion are a little overweight aren't they so yeah <laughs> there's a chance yeah. just a tad <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember also, the so, Conan, the Conan show showing, uh, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, George R. R. Martin, like hard at work on his next novel. And he's like sitting there with a, like a floaty in the, in the pool mm-hmm. in his like luxurious house. I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean, at this point, like all the money HBO threw at him for the rights to Game of why Thrones. Bother? It's just like, eh, why? I'm good. Everyone's just going to be it. angry cool. no matter what you do at this point. Right. Yep. So just actually, like, no, whatever. I take that back. Like HBO has shown you what not to do. So it's like, <laughs> just don't do that. And people will be at least somewhat happy that you didn't do that. <laughs> Um, from Vaughn, part of the reason they're so close is Oda has been having to take breaks from writing One Piece for his health. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I can't sorry imagine. Jar- I'm sorry for joking about him dying. It was just a legitimate concern. <laughs> Apparently, um, it is a legit concern. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, maybe you should just like. No, you know what? Never mind. Do what you want to do. I hope you're feeling better. But, but no, he'll feel fine and finish it up. It's, a, it's yeah, whatever good. he that's wants what to do. Say. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to tell him yeah. what to do. Hey, it's his thing. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, supposedly they're winding up towards the end. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, I've heard that sure. before. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they the the end of what the dump trucks of money they put in front of his house to keep going. <laughs> Naruto literally had a concluding arc where there were no more ninjas left to fight, and yet that series still found a way to come back and and <laughs> and have more series. 
from Vaughn, they're in the final saga in the comic, and everyone is worried for his health. So, yeah, I mean, best of luck to him. I, yep. I would rather him be healthy yep. than finish the manga. Yep. Um, they're in the final saga, not the final arc. Is it the final countdown? <laughs> oh, God, I was thinking that same thing, but I was like, nah, no, but nah, I'm not going to say that. Look. All I know, I, I did buy a complete anime this week. I finally bought the Japanese version of Sonic X, and I am looking forward to watching it without four kids' taint. I watched Trigon with um, my kids. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> the the uh, never mind. We'll talk Phrasing. about. Yep, we'll talk about that yeah, later. My bad. That's a that don't do that with Sonic. No. Um. Uh, also, while well, you watch, <laughs> you watch Trigon with your kids. <laughs> Well, I guess that one isn't that raunchy. It no, there's certainly of... some there's certainly some stuff that I'm like they'll probably watch this when they're like older and realize like, oh, that's what that uh, worst kind of womanizer with this pinky held up meant. <laughs> mm. Or when he was checking for spooks on the roof when he was actually peeping on the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we watched that movie. I didn't. I I thought it was a. I thought the Badlands Rumble was a series, not a movie. But we watched the. That too, and thankfully, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff just kind of went over their head. It was just like, you know, they just enjoyed watching Vashby. What are know. we talking about? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Trigun. Moving right. On. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Medieval Dynasty coming to PS4 and Xbox One this month. Um, this is a simulation survival RPG set in the Middle Ages of Europe and is part of the Tuplitz Productions Dynasty franchise that includes Sengoku and Wild West. So, hey, we were talking about living in medieval times earlier this, in the show. Here's mm-hmm. your little fantasy about it instead of actually going to live in medieval times and dying at 35. Um, can you can you die in childbirth? <laughs> That'd be the real good, simulation. Yeah. that that <laughs> Have a game over before you even start. Yeah, that's, pretty much. It's like, still bored. Sorry, you failed. Oh, God. And you killed your mother. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. You killed yourself and your mother. You lose. You have gained nothing. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is coming out on April, on April twentieth uh, for PS4 and Xbox Ones. See so what you're saying there <clears throat> continues to make me want to play Crusader Kings. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's like the ultimate loss there. And then finally, for, for news, we've got Harvest Moon, the Winds of Anthos platforms confirmed. Um, this is the newest Harvest Moon title, and it's coming out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, and Switch. It looks good. Yeah. I, like, literally, like, the graphics look nice for the first time yeah. in a while on a Harvest Moon title. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of be, being more of a classic title. Um, it's just like they finally upped their art asset investment. I'm just like, thank you, guys. <laughs> Opted or spent anything. Yeah. Players will be able to visit five towns. <laughs> Those games cost more than you think, but uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, players will be able to visit five towns, each with its own seasons, terrain, and characters, and has an expando farm. So okay. An expando farm. farm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. as long as it looks better than Save the Homeland, that's okay. Yeah. It does. Um, so that that is all the news. Now we've got new release dates. Um, here's an RPG just for me. Infinite Guitars. Um, it what? is a rhythm RPG. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's set in a world where the remnants of humanity scavenge to survive following a war against the mechs, and you are. I feel like a it party. should have Jack Black in it, but it probably doesn't. 
Hey, Jack Black sang in the uh, Mario movie, mm-hmm. and he was very tenacious D. And I'm waiting for people to the overdub tenacious D songs over that scene. Um, but in, in this game, there's uh, rock duels for. Uh, oh no, Bowser's going to get real dirty, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the song, but yeah, please one don't. Of the raunchier ones, because um, yeah, he was singing about Peach. And mm-hmm. that song came to mind. So, yeah. Um, but in this game, you have rock duels that have turn-based action and rhythm elements. And I'm looking forward to this RPG. I wish-listed it. I just need such a block of time to be able to play it. Um, but, yeah, you can get infinite guitars right now for uh, PC, Xbox, and Switch for 20 bucks. Sounds fun. Veil of Dust, a homesteading game, has fully launched on Steam. Um, it is set in Eastern Oregon in the 1860s. And you're trying to reach a valley where your father ended prematurely. And I guess you're trying to build up a homestead. So basically, Harvest Moon mixed with the Oregon Trail. Mm. Um, this wasn't early access, but it's now fully available for 15 bucks. I I I love this trailer. A farm sin for grown-ups. Historical, thoughtful, challenging. Just your crops like, failed. Now your family starves to death during the winter. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, I need to check this out later. I'm like, wait a minute. Does that does that make Far- Harvest Moon and Rune Factory and Stardew Valley kids games? I don't know. That, that's just a very loaded tagline in the. Uh, trailer there yeah when you say grown-ups or adults in anything that could mean any number of things as far as connotations go <laughs> yeah yeah um well, desktop I'm trailer and the dad and the kid are like tied up together i think it looked like oh like, dad like okay that looks a little dark <laughs> all right yeah um desktop dungeons rewind is launching this month uh, specifically on april 18th this is a 3d Remake of the quick play puzzle roguelike desktop dungeons, which was released in 2013. Um, it looks nice. See, I've, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember what the game looked like. It didn't look as good as this. Ah. Oh, well, we'll have to check that out later. Um, we've got uh, the Yee's 8 Lacrimosa of Donna novelization cover revealed and it is releasing in October. Basically, the cover is just the cover of the game. Yep, 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 yep. They they really went out on a limb on that one. <laughs> um, it, it, it is available to pre-order digitally and it will re- did I say it will release on October 18th? I think I did. Um, you oh, can get it you through, said it again. Yeah, <laughs> you can get it through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Cobalt, and Google Play. That's uh-huh. exactly what I go to Ease and uh, Falcom game. Well, Ease specifically for is my uh, is my stories. None of the action RPG elements, uh, none of the great music, and just just the story. See if if the, I think they're experimenting with this, and if this does well, then they'll. Uh, it would be nice if they would novelize some of the Trails games so that you could read the, read the story without dealing with the combat. Well, I mean, they did make an anime out of it. I don't know how well the or like yeah, sort of like movies out of them or out of. I've, yeah. I've heard the anime sucked pretty bad. Uh, yeah, Josh, uh, Josh is scheduled to uh, come on uh, my movie podcast with me on that one. And he said, no, you don't have to do it. It's not good. I'm like, nothing else we have watched is either. So no worries. Yep. 
Um, the biggest release news this week, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters are releasing on PS4 and Switch this month, specifically on April 19th. Um, and they're going to include additional features that weren't in the uh, iOS releases. You will be able to choose between the soundtracks, so you can do rearranged or original. Kelly? Yes? Why did they make the font worse? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Supposedly they fixed the font. No, no, change the font. It's better, I guess. <laughs> I'll be charitable. But it ain't good. No. Like, when it's, I feel like you have one font, job. Seriously. Why is it just switching the Japanese font? It's like, why are you doing this? Like, what is up with this font? I don't know. I I really wish I had an explanation, but I why don't is it know. so hard for them? To be honest, I didn't even think the original font was that terrible when I played the Pixel okay. Remaster well. on my tablet. Um, J- yeah, Jason, I played it on you... Steam Deck, and I don't think it... It's not terrible, it's just like, why not just put the Super Nintendo ones on there? I don't understand what the issue is. I don't know either. I, according to rumor, it was because iOS only had a certain number of fonts to choose from, and they all looked like shit. So. Well, then just, just handicap no, the mobile version. No, they don't. You can include one. a font. Yeah, I was that's gonna say, not yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, Chris, yeah, it's like you literally just a computer in your pocket that can't just add a freaking font. <laughs> um, but th- these new remasters will also include some gameplay p- boost features, such as switching off random encounters and um, multiplying experience from zero to four times. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I wonder um, if they'll patch those into the Steam and uh, iOS versions or I the imagine- mobile versions. I imagine they will. Um, you'll also receive bonuses if you pre-order the game. So they're available individually and as a bundle on the uh, both systems. Um, Nintendo Switch owners will receive two themed wallpapers for each game purchase. All 12 Wait, of them. They, they have wallpapers on the Switch now? What the hell? When did that happen? Yeah, I was wondering that too. I don't know. Um I would go Google it right now. Wallpapers on the Switch. It doesn't say. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because I just I fart. Hmm. Maybe that's a feature that's coming. As of that my got- knowledge, cutoff date in September 21, the, no- the Nintendo Switch does not have a built-in feature to set a custom wallpaper on the home screen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that might, who knows, maybe that might be that's coming. Out of maybe, date. Yeah. maybe that's a stealth feature that got leaked. <laughs> Um, and PS4 owners will get a theme and avatar for each game purchased again. Um, now, <laughs> I was reading the comments on Warrior 64 about this announcement, and people were freaking salty that this isn't getting a physical release. But then, if they did come out physically, I mean, the game, the bundle is on the eShop is seventy five dollars. There oh is a physical God. version. Yeah, it's on PlayAsia and on Squeeze. Isn't that more than it costs on Steam? I think it's about the same. Probably paying the console tax at that point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people are whining about the physical version not being available. But then if it was available, nobody would buy it because it's so expensive and people are already whining about the price of this bundle. So I don't see what the argument is. I see. Or I, know, I know quite a few people that pre-ordered the, like, the what is it, the limited edition one in my vinyl group just because it had the vinyl in there. <laughs> 
I was like, you guys are insane. Like, I, I thought I was crazy, but okay, go ahead. I really wanted it, but I couldn't justify it. Even I, I would have to buy a record player just for that one vinyl, and I don't have space for a record player right now. You could just send it to me. Yeah, I probably would. It would have it would have been a, it would have gone to a loving home. <laughs> yeah, no. no and I would have paid you for your trouble too. <laughs> no, you're right. I probably could have sold it to you. I would have charged you a decent a reasonable price because I've done that for my RP gamer family before. But <laughs> it wasn't available, so nah, no worries. There there is oh, yeah. no ability to set a wallpaper on the Switch. That's what I, that, that that's what I'm confused about when when you said that, Kelly. I was like, did they add that in, or is this just something like, oh, that's coming, and we accidentally leaked it? <laughs> I think it's coming, and they accidentally leaked it because we just now got folders. <laughs> like for you could that. do it if you hack your Switch. Yeah, but yeah. That that being said, whiners just order the Play Asia version. It's just as expensive. You, you yeah, know. Yeah, and this way you can flip it if you get tired of it or whatever. You don't just stuck with a digital download for that price. Yeah, the, the no physical, no buy thing, all companies see is that nobody's buying it. They don't see that people aren't buying it because it's physical. No physical, no buy. Oh, I don't know God, that yeah, I love, those, I love those people. You know, I, I, am, I am the biggest phys- physical forever person on the planet. But even no, you're I not, because if you were, you, wouldn't, you would hold to your guns. Yeah, I'm buying the PlayAsia version, Chris. All right, all right. At no point uh, I, did it say switch wallpaper, says Alex. We're misreading this story, apparently. Wait, okay, I am? Apparently. Um, it's a, You get a wallpaper for your PC. Oh. What? PCs have wallpapers? Nope. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. Switch well, owners will receive two themed wallpapers for each game purchased. Yep. For your right PC. The story. Yeah. So Nintendo does do this where they'll give you wallpapers that you can download for like your phone or okay. your PC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, okay. And that, you that, get them through like my Nintendo and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know how these are going to work, but that's not yeah. surprising. Alex, look, but buddy, I love you, but you should have put in parentheses for PC and that, yeah. because that is a little bit misleading. Yeah, maybe it's not for PC. Maybe it's for phone. Who knows? But. Or something, yeah. I'm, I'm Are they saying, NFT wallpapers? Ask chaos. Oh like, yeah, I quit. I'm done. I, I'm, I'm over podcasting now. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, and, and yeah, yeah, they didn't specify either. So, so it's not you being misleading. It's them being misleading. That's that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, I get. No, I get it. Uh, I know those press releases sometimes are a little ambiguous. <laughs> yeah, just a tad. Um, but yeah. Point is, I'm excited, and you're getting the Pixel remasters like you wanted, like what two years ago when they announced these. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, glad I'm, I just started playing on my Steam Deck. <laughs> I, I'm excited. It's going to be coming out at a time when I'm going to have no time to play anyway. So by the time my Play Asia order does get here, I will probably have time to play them. So yeah, sure. when there you go. I will be happy. Um, Lost Epic is launching on Switch in April. What was Lost Epic? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, yay? Am um, I supposed to remember gonna... that? It's like the name sounds familiar, but I am blanking on what kind of game it was. I mean, it also sounds like a lot of uh, just generic titles. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it's gonna this? It's going to come out on April 20th, and you can pre-order it now for, for some Side-scrolling action. Discount. Oh, it's it looks like another VanillaWare clone. It does. Yeah. Okay. It's low rent VanillaWare. It was originally on PC and PlayStation Five. 
last year. So looks interesting. As long as, it, as long as it isn't by the same company that did Astria Ascending, because that game sucked. Oh, God. <laughs> I have not heard great things about that thing. That's why I, I avoided it. I got that for Christmas because I thought it would be interesting. And it was... It was a chore to play through, and it had mm. a glitch. It had a glitch where the volume kept slowly rising, you know, j- just slow enough what? so that it was making me go crazy. <laughs> That's I ca- I, I fascinating. Kept tur- I kept turning the volume down, and it would slowly creep back up. I was like, I have my stereo at two, and this is still loud. What is going on? And then I reset the game, and it stopped. The glitch stopped, and then it kept doing it again. <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind. Oh, Blaze Union um, Japanese Switch date has been announced. Um, this is Sting, that the developer Sting. Mm-hmm. Is, is this part of the Department of Heaven? Oh no, it's a it's a prequel to Yggdra Union. So and yes, we don't have an English release date yet. Or no, we we don't even have a Western release date yet. But What's the series be... called? Is it Department of Heaven? Is that what Department it was? Heaven. Department yeah. Heaven. Okay. But I don't know if this is. I mean, I guess it is. If it's a prequel to Yggdra Union, so it must it be. Must be. But um, it's coming out in Japan on April twenty seventh, and we're not getting a Western release just yet. I'm All we've got is announce. like this anime. Oh, here we go. Oh man, this looks like it's from fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, the original Yggdra Union. <laughs> A Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance, Advance game. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like they made another one. Why? <laughs> Make it modern. Oh, it was originally released for PlayStation Portable in 2010, and now we're going to... Okay, so we're finally getting it yeah. in Japan. Well, no, we're, we don't Not know necessarily here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I, Understood. I, I really want them to remake Gungnir, because that was such Gungnir. a good game. Oh, okay. Chris, that was such a good game, and it came out like right as the PSP died, and nobody played it. Well, I was gonna say you could say that any you, you could say that like any day of the week in in North America, unfortunately. Or we need a, a growl answer uh, compilation. Growl answer. Yeah, that too. Oh God, yeah. You know, I heard the internet say that the uh, Steam Deck is essentially the PSP two. What? It's Why? a much less portable version of it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Also, well, we had that. It was called the Vita. So, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're wearing Jinko jeans, you could put it in your pocket. I, I, I don't like that characterization when we actually had a PSP two. But mm. all right, that's just what people were <laughs> saying, and it's like I kind of buy it because yeah, it's infinitely customizable and <laughs> a lot of. I don't know. All right. It was an interesting observation. Hey, uh, Marvel Kingdom, Rhapsody Marvel Kingdom Chronicles is releasing in August. So this is a compilation that has um, English versions of Rhapsody 2 and Rhapsody 3, which I, I didn't know until recently. But uh, not Rhapsody, Rhapsody 1? We you already got Rhapsody right. 1 in the NIS collection. Right. So um, it's going to be releasing on August 29th. Tam and says he's going to buy them and stream them. Yay. And you can watch your low resolution Rhapsody games. Um, doesn't say how much the game is gonna be, though there is a limited edition available for on the NIS store. Um You I'm two can blow a trumpet and summon pancakes. 
Oh, well, stream delay. Yeah, I see pancakes. Yep, yep. Dang, now I want pancakes. Just out of context, that was funny. And then yeah. actually seeing it, I'm like, okay, well, there we go. Chris described it it's perfectly. Game. <laughs> oh, that looks so tasty. I, and the, the store doesn't have the basic version. The, the special edition is 90 bucks. What? And, you know, what do you com- get? comes with the... Um, so you get the hardcover art book, uh, two disc original soundtrack for both games, um, art cards, uh, two acrylic displays, a cloth poster, and a collector's box. So I wonder if those soundtracks are the full soundtracks. Probably not. Uh, yeah, I would imagine not. I think they have a more substantial soundtrack if I'm remembering right. Uh, so putting them on two CDs is probably not going to be – it's a. It's probably more than a selections like um, XSEED used to do. Yeah, I hate sound, soundtrack samplers, but yeah. NIS is usually pretty good about having more uh, verbose soundtracks, though not complete. I'm kind of continually amazed that, like, despite their relationship with Falcom now, um, that they haven't tried to put out, like, any of their music, like their CDs out in the West because that's sort of like Falcom's like cottage industry is putting their soundtracks out in one form or another. And almost seems like that's where a lot of their, not a lot of, but a fair bit of their money comes from is selling their soundtracks too. Yeah, that sounds, I I would love to have their soundtracks at least on CD. Mm -hmm. I've got a few of the vinyl ones that aren't uh, in the $200 range because they're old, but yeah, like I've got ease origin, um, the re-release of uh, one in, of the PC-88, or is it PC-98 versions of 1 and 2, jeez, um, what's the, um, Oath and Felgana, uh, Ark of Nepishtin, got uh, Lacrimosa of Dana, and, and I'm missing one. I think I'm missing one. But I would kill for E7, because that was sort of the soundtrack, or that was sort of like the, the game that made turned me into a Falcom fanboy in the first place. So... And it sort of was what got me, um, like checking out RP Gamer because I was like, I had finished um, Lunar Silver Star Harmony, and I wanted to see what XSEED was publishing next. And I saw it was like E7 or something. And yeah, it was E7. And so I was looking for reviews, and I saw Max's review on it, and it got me into it because he hadn't really played them before either. And then I started playing it, and it just hooked me. And then I just yeah became a a Falcom fan. So yeah, uh, I I got that. E7 soundtrack when um, it came out for PSP in that special edition. And yep, I got that too. Oh god, it's magnificent. And Innocent Primeval Breaker that has mm-hmm. been in my playlist for god knows how long because that oh, song that, is just rocks. That song kicks ass. Have you, have you listened to the lyric ver- or the, the whatever the lyric version is? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good too. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sidetracked us on music. By the way, Alex <laughs> says cool. that and uh, all the Falcom music is already out digitally. So, uh, on Spotify, or? I don't know on what services. Yeah, I think iTunes? you can. Yeah, you can buy them on iTunes because I know I, I bought the um, Ease Nine soundtrack before the game even came out out here on on iTunes. So, and he says looking at the Japan OSTs probably for Marl Kingdom that those are probably the full soundtracks for Marl Kingdom. I'm assuming. Good. So hmm. awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. and I guess it's pretty good about not just doing the sampler crap. Good to know. So, so that is all the news. Um, what's coming out, Chris? One game, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection for PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. Ooh. 
sounds fun. Yeah, no, it's not for me. I always wanted to try to battle network games. I'll probably pick it up when it's on sale and then yeah. I'll let it sit there on my um, Xbox or Switch or whatever and just not play it like I do a lot of stuff, unfortunately. Yep. Kelly, do um, we I, have any um editorials? Yeah, you got me. So we've got an Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition review from, from Alex. He gave it a three out of five, said that the companions are great, and the included expansions provide highly enjoyable pulp adventures. Those are the positives, the negatives, uninteresting combat, and the setting and overall story lack character. Yeah, that sounds like uh, Outer Worlds. I was going to say, it sounds like the main game. Yep. So I was interested in this one, but then, because I haven't actually played it yet, but then it was getting trashed for its... uh, for the uh, remaster, basically they said that it took a huge performance hit on PC. Really? Uh, yeah. Weird. Oh yeah, it's gotten it's just getting annihilated in the reviews. I wonder what they did to it. A console master race? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Um, we've also got a Persona 4 Golden PS4 review from Pascal. He gave it a four out of five. Ooh, controversy. Uh-oh. A Uh-oh. Persona game is it a five out of five? Riot. I'm being facetious, by the way. Oh, I, I no, should, I, I, I think we gotta we gotta go with you, Kelly. It's time to riot. Um, gonna we're gonna go to New York with a megaphone in our hands and Unabomber glasses and shout but, to the streets about Persona scores. But Pascal lives in Florida. Why are we going to New York? New York. It was a it was a reference to things that happened this week. Kelly. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, plus better pizza. So plus sure. better pizza. Yeah. Um. So the positives are excellent main narrative that really takes its time. Uh, sterling focus on developing a likable cast of main characters. The voice work is full of standout performances and a. Com- competent solid combat system that's all the positives the negatives are the dungeons are lengthy and lengthy and boring time sinks the music gets very repetitive side quests feel like tacked on annoyances um and then if i ever have to listen to teddy's combat commands again i it will still be too soon persona (laughs) that that makes me sad that's sam regal but i get you teddy is an annoying character um, see, if I was reviewing this, I would tack on one last decorative on there, and that would be uh, Marie, because I hate that character in the golden version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is terrible. Hey, at least golden doesn't remove all the ability to walk around and experience the environment. True. Are you, are you bitching about Persona Three? Yeah. See, I I Anna don't mind having changes. the. I don't mind having the fast travel. All right. Or does Persona have the best of both worlds, fast travel and being able to walk? I don't know, but I think 3, not only does it have fast travel, it just straight up removes the interaction of walking around at all. Okay. Since everything's on a menu now. I mean, I I guess they had to make What I'm saying, I want a 4K version of Persona 3 FES. All right? That's what I want. Full remaster of FES. It'd be nice if they did that, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, with all the pers- uh, the P- the female storyline stuff added into. And oh, uh, I guess in Golden Kanji is still Troy Baker. At some point, at some point, he had turned to Matt Mercer. <laughs> okay. 
No, like in, in a bunch of the other Persona games, um, he got recast and it was Matt. Mm. That's why I get them too confused. Hey, Chris, so if you didn't know, you can get P3 Portable Steam, right? Yeah. And then there's a, uh, apparently there's mods from Game Banana that they added, they fixed the audio, they added all the cutscenes from FES and such. So that <laughs> nice. may exist what you want. Sort of. Not but officially. yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Chaos is like, just download some textures for Persona 3 FES. All right. Which would be the other way around, I guess. How would I do that? You'd have to mod the PS2 version. All right. Oof. And Too much yeah, work. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy is voiced by Sam Regal and Golden. So. Oh, you get over your freaking critical role fan? Never. Okay. Never. Oh. <laughs> uh. I need anyway. to. Oh, we have one more review. Let's cover it. Yeah. Um, Atelier Rise of Three by Sam Walker. She gave this a four out of five. Says amazing growth amongst the cast of characters. Um, alchemy and synthesis gameplay is addictive, and the battle system is fast paced and engaging. The negatives are awkward localization and graphical slowdown apparent when moving between areas. Which version did she play? I think it's Switch. Yeah. Well, it yeah sounds Switch. like they do a better job in three than with two. So this is good. So I, I still need to get into the Rises series. I have not had a chance to I'd be playing play that, those yet. I'd be playing that if I wasn't playing Prime, Metroid Prime right now, which, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> boy. Need more time for games, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, when I used to work like full, full time and, um, you know, slept backwards and had to take care of the kids, I seemed to play more and did more podcasts and did more writing and stuff and now that I am, I guess, quasi-retired and just doing DoorDash as extra income, um, I seem to have less free time, or I just seem to – I think it's a sleep thing. Going from four hours of sleep a day to, like, you know, a solid seven, eight, I'm like, oh, wow. When you're not up for 20 hours a day, it is hard to be a little bit more productive. <laughs> yep. I feel you. Well, that is all the news and editorials and all the other fun stuff. I need to know what you're going to play this week, everybody. Uh, more Breath of the Wild. Look at the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He's playing some Crusader Kings, baby. Well, I'm downloading. It off. I have a PC Game Pass, so if you if you have Game Pass in your Xbox, I think it's on there. Oh, you probably no Crusader Kings is not going to be on the Xbox. But if you get PC Game Pass, but I don't know if you can even get that via Steam Deck. I'm sure there's a workaround. Yeah. Uh, you can stream the cloud games. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, otherwise you have to put, like, Windows on and stuff, and that's annoying. It'll probably be either be that and or uh, Trials in the Sky SC. There you go. I am one way or the other finishing Metroid Prime. If it is finished, as in I finish the game, or I am just finished with it, that's that's what I'm going to be working on. I have no idea what I'm doing this week, all right? I have no idea. I just, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to not struggle about it, and I'm just going to play some Diablo-esque games in Skyrim and just chill out, I think. Oh, I hope you feel better, man. Me too. Do you feel bad? You've been dealing with crap that needs muscle relaxers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've had a tension headache all week, too. Well, I don't know if it's tension or migraine, but it has been painful nonetheless. Um, And that, that stuff sucks. I could probably go for a muscle relaxer right about now, too. 
All right, everybody, go take a muscle relaxer, <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll catch you next week. Till then, uh, make sure to stay tuned for more streams on RP, uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And uh, do we have a question of the week for folks? Um, what is a game that you wanted to like but just c- c- couldn't? Because <laughs> uh, Oh, God. Give it a little more context. A game that you actually think is good, it just doesn't click with you. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's like, better, oh, this better. game sucks, I don't like it. Better, better phrasing. It, dealing with uh, Jason's uh, Metroid Prime oh, That's problem. Metroid Prime for me as well. Oh my gosh. Does that game not that click was, with me? That was Hollow Knight for me. Ah. Whew. All right. Let us know. Go to rpgamer.com, click on the show thread, and leave it in the comments right there. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening, and thanks to Kelly Ryan... Jason Ari, uh, Jonathan Stringer and Jason Ariola for getting me through this podcast where my head is literally molasses. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Chris. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry, man. We got you back as best we could. Yep. Uh, with that, I wish you all a good week. Have fun. Enjoy your games and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.